I'm Ava Hartling. Welcome to The Brand is Female, where every week I speak with women changemakers who are redefining the rules of female leadership. This season of our podcast is brought to you by TD Bank Group, Women Entrepreneurs. TD helps women in business achieve success and growth through its program of educational workshops, financing, and mentorship. Visit thebrandisfemale.com slash podcast and follow the link to find out how TD can help. This week, my guest is Nancy Smithers, founder of Nova Scotia Organics, a line of USDA certified organic vitamins, supplements, snacks, and smoothies located on the eastern shore of Nova Scotia where Nancy grew up. When she couldn't find high quality organic products on the market, she took matters into her own hands. She pursued natural health courses from Alberta's Wild Rose College, and with the help of a herbalist friend, she began calming through the natural terrain around her home, and she started crafting herbs into tinctures in her own kitchen. Nancy grew a flourishing company from there, and now the Nova Scotia Organics brand is a 30,000 square foot manufacturing facility, which is certified to produce the highest quality and purest organic supplements possible with distribution around the world, including a call following in Japan. Nancy has co-sponsored academic research into the medicinal effects of organic remedies. She served on multiple industry advisory committees, and she's been nationally celebrated as a role model for entrepreneurs, an advocate of academic research, and a dedicated champion of organic agriculture and production. Here is our conversation. All right, we're good to go. So Nancy, it's a pleasure meeting you. I've been a longtime fan of Nova Scotia Organics and I'm honored to be speaking with you today. Thank you very much. And I'm honored for, to speak to you. I usually start these conversations by going back in time a little bit. So I'd love to ask you uh, about your journey, you know, leading up to you uh, launching Nova Scotia Organics. And uh, growing up, what did you dream you'd be doing later in life? What were you envisioning as a future career? I was brought up on the Eastern Shore. Uh, my grandparents had a huge influence on me, especially my grandfather, who always took me out in the canoe or the canoe or the, the rowboat or somewhere up through the uh, lakes. And we were always looking at the flora and different things. So he was a, a great Inspiration, inspiration to me. Then um, I really never knew what I was going to do. You know, I, I just I didn't have a clue really. Uh, I did many things in life, but at one point, my sister said, Jane said to me that she wanted me to manufacture herbal tinctures for her. She was a healer. She would she had a master's in anatomy. She was a physiotherapist. She was brilliant. And uh, she said, I said, I haven't got a clue, Jane, how to do that. She said, well, we'll hire a master herbalist and uh, we'll do it. And at that point, I always loved the outdoors. I, I'd much rather be outside than anything. And so I said, okay, let's go. And uh, so we hired a herbalist from Toronto, Mike Bertoli, years ago, and he and I, he came down and he showed me all the, the wild herbs because really herbal herbs are really wild flowers. So that's where most of our pharmaceuticals come from. So we went all over the place and finally I understood what I was in for and what the, what the plants looked like in the wild. And so I bought a, a, a farm where naturally Nova Scotia is, which is five minutes from my home. And I started growing 
the plants. And Mike taught me how to do herbal tinctures because that was the easiest way. It was mixing alcohol, water, and chopping up the herbs and putting them in. That's the old way of doing things. So that's what we did. And uh, then I had to find a way to press them out. Well, trying to find a herb press years ago, nobody had a clue. So I finally found one somewhere in the States and brought it up. Didn't have a clue how it worked. I remember pressing the herbs and all the water, the, the, all the alcohol came spilling over the sides. And it was a mess. I, I go back and I go, how did you do that? <laughs> you really don't know. And, uh, and I just, I just, I just went, I just did. I just, I loved the plants. I loved watching them grow and the kids were having fun. I was having fun. And then, uh, I, then I had to do something with them. I decided that I needed to know more uh, than just reading. So I did the uh, Michael Tierra's uh, East West Coast uh, online and also mm-hmm. Wild Rose College. But I, I was really concerned about the quality of the ingredients, the pro- the dried products, because I'd bring them in and I'd look and I can't, I'd look at them and I'd think, there's no way that that can have any beneficial effect on anybody. Mm-hmm. So I researched and found that the, the best way to dry a product was through um, freeze drying. And freeze drying mm-hmm. is a process of where you, you freeze the, the herb and then you uh, put it in the chamber and you take the, uh, you remove all the air in the chamber chamber and it dries cold so you don't you don't um, lose any of the active ingredients so then I had to try and find a freeze dryer well if you look at freeze dryers online you can get the little um, lab ver- top versions which are like hundred couple hundred thousand dollars and then after that we we bought uh, three more big 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 freeze dryers and then that's how I started got into the, the freeze drying and then Finally, we now have one that we did have built in China about eight years ago, and it's, it's, it, it dries in 24 hours. It has such huge vacuum mm-hmm. pumps that suck the, the air right down, and, <clears throat> and it doesn't take that long. And then it was, okay, where do I find a plant-sourced uh, vitamin mineral? Well, about five years ago, I was very lucky to find that source. And, and that was my mm. breakthrough because then I could make tablets. Then I had a whole line. And I know that you not only sell, uh, you know, across Canada and North America, but Japan is now a big market for you. I'm curious to know how Japan happened in the first place. Uh, Japan is actually my biggest market. Uh, I've been there for 20 years. Well, I was selling in Canada and the United States. And I thought, you know, in order to make this work, I have to have a market that understands me. Years ago, I, uh, about 20 years ago, I was, I, I had advertised somewhere and there was a guy from Japan got a hold of it and he was from Canada and he said, oh, I'd like to take your, bring your stuff into Japan. I said, great. So that's how it started and went over and did FoodX and uh, was picked up by CI Foods, which was a division of Itochu, which is the 27th largest company in the world mm-hmm. and and became I just loved Japan and so then I went to St. Mary's University and started taking Japanese lessons so I can oh, so I can fantastic. speak yeah so I can I can uh, formulate I can speak Japanese when I have to speak uh, CI Foods who I was working with they uh, decided to 
they weren't going to go into be in the health product industry in my industry anymore. So that I thought, okay, what do I do? And Ken Fuji, who was the head of CI Foods, he taught me. He said, you can do it yourself. Well, it's very daunting when you're in another country that you're not fluent. You understand. And thank God, you know, it was. I thank uh, my Alexander Abdulov and John McGee, they're professors at St. Mary's University mm-hmm. in Halifax of Japanese. They taught me Japanese, but also how the Japanese think how they are. And without mm-hmm. them, I never could have survived in the Japanese world. I really couldn't. So I thought, okay, I'll, uh, I'll start my own company in Japan. I have no fear, obviously. I was going to bring that up. <laughs> I, I think, I, I don't know how I did that either, but, and then I just became, I hired my staff over there and I just imported what I felt that they should sell. And uh, it made it much easier because then you don't have the distributor saying, well, we want this and we want that and we only want so much of this and so much of that. It was difficult at, at the start, uh, and then I had to go over quite a bit, which I, I didn't mind, and had to try and go to the stores and sell myself. And the nice thing about Japan is that they do like foreigners, and they're always fascinated mm-hmm. by somebody coming, and especially from Nova Scotia, because they love Anne of Green Gables. I was going to say it's the Anne of Green Gables connection. <laughs> they love the Anne, of Re- Anne of Red Hair. That's what she's called, <laughs> Anne of Red Hair. And they love her because she, she was a feminist, she was a woman that did her own thing. Yeah. And, and the Japanese love women doing their own thing. And I think that's mm-hmm. why I've been so successful in Japan, because mm-hmm. I go over there and, and, and you know, I'll do shows. And they, the women have a great power over there. It's very quiet. But, mm-hmm. you know, and years ago, they always said that the shogun always went to his mother and his wife before he went into battle. And ah. Yeah. <laughs> interesting yeah Mm -hmm. so uh i just started and i just pounded the streets of tokyo nagoya i'd go up to nagoya i'd go all over the place just seeing what they needed feeling them and seeing what they wanted and and i knew that at some point it would break through and Mm -hmm. uh the big one has been the protein powder Uh, tablets again you we have problems with the health departments and things about what you could say on products so labeling yeah and yeah, I mean I, I love that your process has really been it's been intuitive and it's been about kind of seeing just each opportunity leading to the next quite organically no pun intended that's right yes exactly um, <laughs> yeah. but were there uh, maybe role models was there you know someone who was an influence maybe a you know a woman in business or um anyone that you looked up to or that that was an inspiration for you in in, in your journey you know, I, no, I had, I, I really just started it on my own and, uh, I really didn't know anybody else, any other women in business 30 years mm-hmm. ago. Um, it, it has not been easy being a woman in business. I, I will say that it hasn't. If I were a man in this industry, it would have, men would have it put money into it for men. Uh, mm-hmm. It would have gone. Uh, it would have been successful far faster. Right. It, it really would have been. Um, and 
I really had a trouble with the banks. They called it naturally Nancy's. I was told and it was a company that my husband bought for me to keep me busy, all those things. And and I, mm. I really, I remember one banker, she, I said, look, I, I need $25,000. And I had lots of assets and things, but she said, oh yeah, no problem. So I went and signed on the dotted line. Well, she got demoted at that bank for actually helping me. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I was very upset with that. And tell me about the space in your life. I mean, because you've been, you know, you, you've been, you've been doing this for, for many years and, and you were, it was very much your, your project, right? You, you've, you've just shared your journey and building it from the ground up. Was there a space for family, for a personal life? How did you, and I hate the concept of work-life balance that's imposed on women because there's no such thing, but how did you, how, how did your, you know, those aspects of your life coexist? I'm lucky that I have a tremendous amount of energy because I'm able to juggle all sorts of things. And actually, it's, it's all, it's all the Nova Scotia organics products you consume. Obviously. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I know I, I, I have in my children, uh, my, my daughter worked for me for a while. My, uh, and her, her uh, husband worked for me for a while. I think I've had my godchildren have worked for me. I, don't, I can't think of anybody that hasn't worked for me. Uh, as I say to my niece, who I, I actually fired three times. <laughs> <laughs> we laugh about it. And, and, uh, and all the people, and, I, and, and I, as I go through life, and somebody says, oh, yeah, I work in naturally in Nova Scotia. And I went, oh, yeah, right, I remember that, yeah. So they all had a certain, uh, it, you know, it, it, certain role to play at some point. Yeah, they, it all became sort of, because they were all part of me, that, you know, if I had a job to do, if they needed to be weeds, the garden needed to be weeded or the plants needed to be picked, i just commandeer whoever I could and say, okay, I'll pay you, because everybody wants to get paid, mm -hmm. especially when they're young kids. And that's what I did. So, uh, so it, it worked very well with the family. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and... and and then, and then, sorry, and then, and then, uh, then I decided to take off for Japan and things like that. Well, they were older at that point, so it, yeah, it was, it was nice. This season of The Brand is Female is made possible with the support of TD Bank Group Women Entrepreneurs. Confidently building your business takes sound advice plus guidance to the right connections, tools, and resources. As a woman entrepreneur myself, I know I need all the support I can get. What's great about TD's services for women in business is their collaboration-based approach. They work with both internal and external partners who can provide education, financing, mentorship, and community support. TD employees are able to be proactive in the advice and guidance they give to women in business. They can facilitate and connect you to workshops, coaching, and mentorship, and they engage other like-minded business leaders in an authentic way so we can share experiences and learn from each other. Uh, and you, I mean, you, I was saying before we start, we started the interview, I have driven by the, uh, the Nova Scotia Organics uh, facilities many times. You're located on, on the eastern shore of Nova Scotia, where my part of my family is from. Yeah. And uh, you, I mean, you live in a beautiful area close to Lawrencetown Beach, which is my favorite beach in, in the province. Yeah. Um, did you ever think of relocating? I mean, often we have the impression that 
you know, to be, to run a successful business, we have to relocate to a large metropolis, whether it's Toronto or Vancouver. Yeah. Um, but you, you chose to stay, um, you know, where, where, where you grew up and, and, and you, and again, you're in a, in a beautiful, yeah. uh, beautiful region. Uh, what was that choice about for you? And, you know, uh, obviously it's been, it's, you've made it work and it was the right choice, but was there, did you ever think you would have to relocate or was that a very conscious decision to, to stay on the Eastern shore? I never thought of relocating because, uh, it's manufacturing. Mm -hmm. it, uh, it was difficult with the shipping from Halifax to Toronto, uh, things like that, that, that is difficult because of the last on the food chain here. Mm -hmm. And, but, um, I travel and I'm not afraid to travel. So, I just would go to Toronto or Vancouver or Winnipeg or uh, Calgary, uh, anywhere, Montreal, uh, just to see the stores, just to talk to people, phone. Uh, I went to New York when I, when I launched the, the U.S. line. I lived in New York for a year, back and forth. Um, and Japan, to get Japan going, I, I, Japan's my second home. I, Mm. I know it so well. Uh, you just go back and forth. Europe, you have to, you don't have to uh, stay in one spot. You have to be global. You have to, you have to leave and, and go, not be afraid to go to different countries and to see how people live. Hong Kong, mm. I remember giving a, a talk in Hong Kong years ago and uh, my first time there. It was wonderful. And People love to see you come and just from another country and explain who you are and what you have to, to offer. They're really lovely, mm -hmm. especially Asia. Mm -hmm. mm, yeah, that, yeah, that makes it well. And uh, as a as a beautiful redhead woman, you had <laughs> the add of the red hair going too. <laughs> I'm sure that helped. <laughs> Probably. I never, I never, I never really thought of that when I first went there. Yeah. Um, we are still in a you know in a, a pandemic. We're still. It, it looks like the crisis is um, going to come to an end in a, in the near future. Fingers crossed. And what have the last 12 months been like for you? Has business been affected? Um, has it, you know, had you had to uh, adapt your business model at all? Uh, maybe it's it's meant an, an increase in business in your yeah. category. I don't know. And I'd love to know just the lessons learned over the, the past 12 months for you. Well, we were very lucky because we were considered an essential business. So we had we had to uh really ramp up because we couldn't supply what people wanted and the what it did teach me is that you never really know what's going to happen but we are in our sales totally increased mm -hmm. over doubled congratulations That's yeah great news but luckily we had just before covid we had put in some orders for a lot of product and had received the product. And we were lucky because we couldn't get any, you know, what we, we were back ordered, uh, say in March, April, we were starting to get very scared about where our products were going to be because India was down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, 
well, nobody, nobody, you couldn't get any, any supplies anyway. You couldn't get any ingredients. So we were just very lucky to have had enough on hand to keep us just in time because then we were, it, everything started opening up in April, May. And we just, and we had enough stuff to keep us going until stock to get it, keep us going until October. And then we were going to get, it was getting a little bit scary. And mm. we actually were, were fine. But my, I, I said to everybody, said, we can never, ever let this happen again. But because we, our products have to have, uh, have a shelf life of three years, it's not something you, you want to have sitting on your shelf forever. So now I said, I said, I want, I want a year's supply, put it in the mm -hmm. freezer, whatever, do the testing, but I want that there all the time now. And uh, mm -hmm. my GM, Jeremy Hunter, who was absolutely spectacular, uh, you know, he, you know, we work very, very well together. And so, you know, he agreed too. So we now we keep a lot more on hand. So we're, we don't have that problem again. <clears throat> but we had to, um, we had to uh, change the way we did things. We had to move everybody around. We had to move all the offices. So everybody has their own space before it was sort of wide open. But now everybody has their own cubicle. Uh, we wear masks coming in and you don't have to wear a mask when you wear a mask when you're walking around but luckily in the manufacturing area everybody's head to toe enclosed anyway anyway yeah yeah exactly makes sense yeah but no other than that it, it's uh it's it's been wonderful what it has it shown people they realize that they need to start looking after their health yes and where are they going to go organics and that has really showed people where we are. So Nova Scotia mm -hmm. Organics has now blossomed because people are, you know, can I sell your product in, you know, everywhere in the world they're coming in, you know, can I sell it in Dubai? Can I sell it here? Can I sell it there? So that's, it's mm -hmm. been wonderful that way. Hard, that hard way to have it happen though. Yeah, exactly. Not, yeah. not what you would have planned for, but you know, there is, there's a positive. Yes. Um, and speaking of, um, speaking of growth, speaking of your team, uh, as a woman leader, mm -hmm. what are elements that you think you bring, you know, to your leadership style and that are kind of, you know, typically, uh, uh, you know, reflective of, of a, a female type of leadership as opposed to a man? Uh, a, a male approach to leading. Yeah, um, I, I listen. I, I I listen. I don't. I don't get involved now in the everyday working uh, because I can get a bit too hairy sometimes. You know, I want to push. You know, get it here, get it done. Let's go. Uh, so I, I I step back, but I I I'm sort of like the eagle. I say that you know I'm sort of hovering over. I can sense. You have to have a sixth sense about what's going to happen. You almost have to know your business so well that you want, you know when you can sense when something's not right. Or, or and, and I'll phone up and I'll say, do we have this? Do we have that? What are you doing here? And you know, we, we laugh sometimes because you just have to have this sixth sense about how, you're, how things are going on. Uh, and the people you work with, uh, the manufacturing end and the office, <clears throat> you have to really understand them and how how their lives are being affected. And mm -hmm. uh, we, you know, I don't, if, if 
people get sick, I always say, stay home. I don't want you mm -hmm. here. And if you want to take a mental health break, take a mental health break, you know, just, but just let us know, you know. So it, it's running a smooth operation, making sure that everybody's happy. And, mm -hmm. and I don't want people coming to work if they're not happy. I just say, if you don't mm -hmm. want to be here, go home because there's other people that would like to come. And so I, I really want everybody to be happy mm -hmm. in my, in, mm -hmm. because, because if you're not, if you're producing a product like mine, you, um, I firmly believe in the energy level, the energy in all products. So if I have a bunch of miserable, unhappy employees, <laughs> they're not going to make a good product. <laughs> it's going to get, it's going to get moved into that product and it's not going to help anybody. So I that feel that sense. if you have the, the, the energy, the happiness in your product and everybody's happy, it's going to go into that tablet. And so mm. maybe that's yeah, why no, we have yeah, the repeat business. <laughs> and yes, yeah, those must be, they must be a group of very happy employees in that case. The energy is yeah. really good with your product. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I just lost what, I, yes. So, you, I mean, obviously you work in the, in the health sector and yeah. you're, and you were just speaking about, you know, the energy and, and what we bring to work. So I'd love to know your, your approach to, um, you know, what you need to feel full of, of energy and in, in harmony, you know, in, in your body and spirit. And, uh, I'm sure there's a few tips you can share that probably include some of your products as well, <laughs> but what is your, you know, what is that, that approach on a daily basis in terms of maybe it's the foods you eat, the exercise or what keeps you going and feeling, uh, so, uh, so aligned basically. Yeah. Uh, meditation is crucial. Uh, I, I meditate, you know, meditation is something that everybody, uh, there are so many ways that people say, you know, you have to sit in the lotus position. You, you know, you, uh, you have to do this, you have to do that. I've done a lot of studying over this for many, many, many years. And I realize that you can meditate anywhere, anytime for whatever you want to do. There's no rules. And if people tell you that you have to do this because people, people say, oh, I can't meditate. I can't do this. I can't. I said, yeah, you can just, just, just relax because that when you're quiet and when you're still, that's when everything comes. That's when you, you relax. But if you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off, it, it, it it's not going to help you at all. You, so you really have to, at some point during the day, five minutes, 10 minutes before you go to bed, you know, some beautiful uh, meditation, you know, apps that you can download now. It's very simple. And it puts you it really, it, it, it allows you to, to open up. So if you have a problem during the day, the answer is not going to come if you're tight, and you're holding it all in. But if you relax, the answer is going to come and, and, and help you. I exercise um, all the time, I paddleboard, I ski, I swim, I, I just started doing jujitsu. Uh, yeah, because I thought it was fun. Uh, and um, sorry. Um, yes, uh, keeping yourself um, fit is very, very important. Keeping yourself, uh, your body flexible. 
Um, and, I, and another thing I say to people is, I hear people so much saying, oh, I'm getting old, I can't do this, I'm older. And, <clears throat> and I say, age is a state of consciousness. Forget it. It's, you know, if you have a birthday, have a birthday, but don't have a birthday for your age. Have a birthday because of your celebration of you and your life. And forget about, because age is only a number that the government and the church have give us, given us to control us. That's it. That's it. So, uh, and I, I take, because I'm lucky, I can take herbs and everything I want when I want. So I, uh, my biggest uh, product that I take is my immune booster, which has reishi mushroom in it, which is antiviral and very important for now. And I think that it's one of the only herbs that really is, can really attack a lot of the viruses. So, you know, they don't just you can buy reishi if you want to, but I made an immune, immune support system, system support. And I do protein powder because sometimes, you know, I do move quite a bit and uh, then wonder what happened to the day and sort of halfway through the day, I've, I have a craving and, and I refuse to go to the, the Kit Kat jar. Uh, but so I, I will take some of the plain protein or some the chocolate flavored protein, which we have. It's the one I developed for the Japanese market, and it's lovely. Uh, it has chocolate. Uh, it has um, uh, ch- cocoa. Uh, it has does have it has uh, maple sugar because the Japanese like maple sugar, and maple sugar is not that bad for you. A little bit in it, and the rest is just rice protein, uh, pea protein, chia seed, and uh, no preservatives, no fillers, nothing. Uh, yeah, vitamin D I'll take, vitamin B, I think they're important. Yeah. But keep moving, you know, always keep moving, not, don't, uh, don't, don't think that, uh, oops, Daisy, uh, you're going to, don't think that you're going to uh, die, so you have to slow down. <laughs> just keep, just keep moving. Well, those are those are great tips, and I have one last question for you, which sure. is my favorite question to ask guests on the show, and it's, "What do you wish women would do more of?" Trust their own intuition. Not be afraid. Most women really are very insecure even the ones that are in powerful positions are very insecure love yourself and realize that everything comes from within you we're all little gods you know we can do anything that we want to do everybody i hear women say i can't do this i can't do that you can do anything you want you sit down, you meditate, you allow yourself to be open, you don't you don't be afraid. You'd be amazed at what you can accomplish. Mm-hmm. Just don't be afraid. Get rid of the fear, get rid of the guilt, and, fl- and follow your passion. Fantastic advice. And obviously you've put those words into action. And It hasn't always been that way. You know, it, I've had some very rough times in life. And and it's and the, that that's the biggest lesson I can tell you, because it's the only thing that gotten me ahead. Because when 
tragedy or anything hits, you go in and you want to blame everybody else. You want to you you don't look at it for what it is. It's a teacher, and so if you just sit back and just relax and not get rid of the fear and get rid of everything else, and just say, okay, fine, I'll I'll deal with it and let the universe help you. You'd be amazed what happens. Well, thank you so much, Nancy. A pleasure speaking with you. Lovely to talk to you as well. Take care. Thank you. I really hope you enjoyed today's conversation. And if you did, as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and give us a review wherever that is possible. Thank you to TD Bank Group, Women Entrepreneurs, for the support of The Brandy's Female. You've got it in you to succeed. Let TD help guide you. Visit thebrandysfemale.com slash podcast and click on the TD logo. Thank you for listening. Thank you.